Amen. I'm guessing Sheila's waving my, my microphone's not on. <laughs> God. Um, I'm thinking about rules and, and like the way that we make decisions a lot lately. Um, we're sitting there, my daughter's been cheerleading recently, which is something new to the, the Burris family. And um, I, I found myself going to some Little League football games recently. Uh, way more exciting than I thought it would be. And so I'm, I'm sitting there with one of the dads on Saturday, and he's telling me that he, he brought his two daughters to the high school football game on Thursday. It's the first football game that his daughters have seen. All right, so you imagine that you're watching your very first football game, which here in Alabama means that it's probably before you can actually recall that memory. How do you describe to your daughter what a quarterback is? All right, why they're, they're choosing to, to run back, or if they're going to run, or they're going to pass. So that's pretty simple. But then what the little, the orange things are on the side that like, okay, you can go 10 yards, and then you get a first down. And the daughters are kind of playing along, and they're, and they're starting to kind of get it. And then all of a sudden, this flag comes out. Dad, what happened? Um, uh, they broke one of the rules uh, that this guy was holding on to his jersey. Oh, I get that. He cheated. Um, I mean, I guess you could say he cheated. I mean, it was just a penalty. And there had, I mean, there has to be a penalty. He broke the rules. He cheated. I mean, I guess. So 
this dad, his wife was out of town this weekend, and so he's, he's home. He's telling me this on, on Saturday morning. So they're, they're, they're FaceTiming with her mom. We saw our first football game, and guess what? Mountain Brook's full of a bunch of cheaters. <laughs> I mean, this is what happens when you begin to divine your practice by rules. I mean, think about it. Like, we've got an orange Home Depot bucket in our garage right now. And what's on the side of a bucket? It's a picture of a kid crawling into the bucket with a circle and a line through it. Like, there's a rule at Home Depot that if you make a paint bucket, you got to tell people not to use it as a swimming pool for your little child. I mean, this is it's kind of actually how the Old Testament works. Somebody gets sick eating shrimp that's probably three days from the ocean. You have a law that says you shouldn't eat shrimp. The pork was probably bad, or maybe it spoiled faster than other kinds of meat. That's my guess. Let's not eat pork. We begin to put in all these rules and practice because we think... We think that they're going to shape our lives. And all that happens is we get this long list of rules. I mean, how many rules do you all have that dictate your day? Um, And yet we come here looking for guidance. And we find truth in a book that is full of rules and rules and rules. And yet in our gospel today, Jesus is giving us an ethic that changes all of that. I was struck in my research this week of trying to find stories that would fit the narrative that I wanted to tell. And and, and I came across something interesting that about eight years ago in in Washington, D.C. or outside of D.C., in one of the smaller town newspapers, a a, a writer was kind of responding to the fact there were two stories that showed up on the front page on the very same day that highlighted something very different. The first was pretty tragic. It was taking place in D.C., and there was a brand-new firefighter, and um, it was about two firefighters being put on, on, on leave, and, and so he's a rookie, so he probably is called into this work because he really cares about people and wants to make a difference, and a person has a heart attack across the street, and so concerned neighbor comes and is knocking on the firehouse door and the guy's like, I can't let you in because I don't have permission from my supervisor. And so he goes up to the supervisor upstairs who doesn't kind of fully grasp what's going on and they probably have this rule because why? They've probably begun letting people in and a, and a, a call has been made and they weren't able to respond quickly enough so they've come up with some rule that you must have permission from your supervisor to let the neighborhood into the firehouse you can figure out where there's going. So there's a story on the front page of the paper about this. And then right next to the story is another story about an Arctic owl who has made the paper already for just being in Washington, D.C. when he's supposed to be in the Arctic. So the owl is starting to get some notoriety. And in this story, the owl hits the bus And it's about three police officers abandoning what they're doing and taking the owl to the National Zoo 
and saving the owl's life. And in the midst, they're probably breaking some practice, some rules that they have. And the story makes the news. Why? Because it's about hope and compassion and rule-breaking. I mean, here's the thing. Like, all of us, I think we gather here searching not just for God's love, that's, that's important, and grace and redemption, but then we gather here to, to learn how to live. How to live. You know, St. Stephen's, we actually, what we try to do over the last three years is we have five values as a staff that should dictate every decision that we make. And so each staff meeting, we, we look at one of those values and read an article that inspires it. Why? Because at the end of the day, like, we don't know. The rules can't fix everything. Like, that's what this gospel's about. Love God and love your neighbor. <clears throat> what if it's illegal? Love God, love your neighbor. What if my friends tell me those people don't make any sense? Love God, love your neighbor. What if my church tells the little kids to wear costumes <laughs> on Sunday? They're going to come in here and they're going to sing. You know why? Because we need joy and we need love in this world. And my grandparents would be mortified. <laughs> Some of y'all might be like, what in God's name is going on at St. Stephen's? I'm just trying to love. It's a complicated world out there. It's complicated to make decisions. Some of y'all are making decisions in the workplace. We've been wrestling with that this week. I hope we're getting it right. Sometimes we'll make mistakes. But here's the thing. There is no right or wrong, or there is no wrong when we lead from the place of love. It's about values. If you take anything today when you're making a decision, the place to start, how does this model love for neighbor? How does this love model for God? I want to tell you all to, to give everything you can possibly give to St. Stephen's on this day, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Love. If you're doing that, if you walk away from here with more compassion and the ability to care for others in a deeper way, then we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. And so when your gifts come forward today and we give thanks, that's important work. But when you walk forward, and you forgive somebody, when you extend love to somebody that you struggled to see love the day before, we're doing God's work. May in all things that we do, remember what's truly important. 
and throw the rest of the rules out the window. Care for one another, and in doing that, we love God. Amen.